You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Saturdays in Tassie with Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves. Saturdays in Tassie, of course, Jeevesy, coming to you live from Brighton this morning, the Cricket Club here and, mm. and Footy Club, of course, and kindly joined by Jude Coleman, WNCL Tassie Tigers coach. Welcome, Jude, to the show. Thank you for having me. And taking time for us on a very busy and important morning, so we do appreciate it. Finals today, this is amazing. Back-to-back, back, second year, same team, same place. Not sure if it falls on the exact same weekend, but how <laughs> exciting is this? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's great for Tasmanian cricket, and we're really excited about today, and hopefully we'll get lots of people out here to watch. Absolutely. Uh, Jude, talk, talk us through the coaching situation of the year. We, we, we've spoken to Elise Villani about it a little bit uh, through different spaces uh, of the season. Obviously, the team started with Sally Ann Beam. She shuffled into a, in, into a new role, high performance manager. Dan Marsh came in as the interim. He shuffled into a, a different position with Australia, which saw you come in uh, and, and take over as head coach. It's a, obviously a very unique situation. How have you, how, how have you found the transition? Yeah, it's been a bit of a merry-go-round for the for the girls. Um, for myself, uh, coming straight off the back of Big Bash moving from Adelaide to or to Hobart, um, it's been a bit of a whirlwind for me as well. But um, I'm really happy to be here with this group of girls. They're a great team and uh, are travelling very well at the moment. How do you how do you ensure that there's a consistent message throughout the season? Obviously, Elise Valani plays a huge role in that as as captain. But um, was was there any concern for you coming in that that um, uh, that Sally Ann Beams had established a message, and then Dan may have created his own message, and then with your own style, uh, that that could become confusing. Yeah, there's always that worry, um, and you're right. Elise Valani played a massive role in that. She's a, a great leader and. We both have a very similar philosophy on on game style and and how we want to approach a, a, a team. So we've we've settled in quite well, um, pretty quickly. So she played a huge role in being able to keep things pretty steady for the girls, even though the change was was inevitable. Look, I mean, certainly the performances suggest that it's, it's been a pretty smooth transition for everyone, and perhaps <laughs> moving forward. Uh, three coaches throughout the season might be the might be the new blueprint. Of course, I say that facetiously, Jude. We don't want to see you <laughs> shuffled on at all. But um, look, looking forward to today, um, who who poses the biggest threat for you in uh, in that South Australian team? Are they more of a a, a, a collective team approach, or, mm. the, or are there a couple of individuals who you will have to stop? Yeah, look, I think that's why we're both in the final. To be honest, we've got. We've got a great team, all-round team, with different contributors each game, and I think SA are the same. Um, they've got a really rounded bowling attack, mm-hmm. and and their batting lineup has some depth. Um, I think Courtney Webb will be will be important in that, but they've got some really quality players like Bridget Patterson, 
um, Maddie Penner through through the middle order. So they're going to be really dangerous no matter what happens or what we throw at them today. And expecting a pretty good a pretty good crowd down there today. Hopefully it is beautiful weather. How has the support been for the team um, from the Tasmanian public so far throughout the season as well? It's probably the one thing I've noticed the most moving down here is uh, a lot of places you go, someone recognises you and wishes you well. And, That's um, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have that support. And is that uh, part of the reason why you love it here so much? Do you see yourself staying here and, and staying within the team um, for a long time? We sure hope that you do and bring us to another final again next year and hopefully take out today. Yeah, it's it's just like a big country town down here, so I love it. <laughs> I, I grew up in yep. the country, so I, so I love um, have loved Hobart so far. I'm, I'm officially a homeowner now in, in Hobart, so I'd, Great work. who knows how long I'll stay. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's good or bad if you've got a mortgage there to the way <laughs> yeah. the rates are uh, heading skyward. But um, in, in, in terms of your own side, who's, who's really surprised you most coming in as coach? You, know, you, you obviously would have had a great understanding of, of the team and the list, done your own uh, analysis. Is, is, is there a player that's really taken you by surprise from a, from a skill set or, 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 or an attitude perspective? Uh, not necessarily. I've, I've had a little bit to do with a, a number of the players in the group um, through either Australia A commitments or just other coaching avenues around. But probably the one who I'm not necessarily surprised but really happy for is the the development of Julia Cavanaugh, our young left arm quick, who's taken the new ball for us all season. Um, uh, the memorable performance was up in Queensland where she took three wickets in the first over when we were defending a a total we were thinking was a little under par. So she's been great to, to see her how she's gone about things this year and hopefully she has a great day today. And Jude, looking at the uh, the WPL auction uh, uh, a week or so ago, do you wish you were 15 to 20 years younger? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, probably wouldn't be too bad, but I'm not sure I'd get the money to come there. Pretty good. But it is it is a huge stepping stone for uh, women's cricket, and and um, you know obviously we, we've seen in the last little period its its growth both from a um, you know I think a, a skill perspective. You know we're seeing this this generational wave of, of young players coming through. You know bowling good pace, hitting the ball uh, very very hard. What does what does the WPL and and, and that type of money um, provide for the next generation? You know some some hope. Oh, it's just such an exciting time for them. I think, you know, if you're a 13, 14-year-old girl and you like cricket, like what an absolute ex- uh, brilliant time to get involved in, in the Absolutely. sport. I would just, I can't imagine what it must feel like for someone that age to just be, have the world at their foot, <laughs> at their um, footsteps, yeah. basically. They're just so lucky to, to have that. And hopefully more girls get involved with, because of it but what's happening with the WPL in India is just so exciting and I can't wait to see what happens over the next few years when you when you look at the local Tasmanian landscape Jude um, you know pathway systems and great cricket structures uh, are, are you excited about what's coming through from a from a local talent standpoint yeah there's some exciting young talent out there um, I think we've got our work cut out at Cricket Tasmania to make sure we're providing as many game opportunities as possible mm. to those young 
young players. Um, and that's not just at Premier Cricket level. I think we need to get as many games as possible into the pathway. Um, so I think that's a real challenge for us. Obviously, through the pre-season, it's always difficult with weather um, and getting turf wickets up. But I just think we need to find ways to get games because that's the best way for these young players to learn. And and um, that's probably, I think, the big growth for the talent out there. Is that, is that a challenge nationally as well, do you think? Um Competing sports, study, uh, working on weekends—is that—is that a you know a bit of a national push, or is that just exclusive to Tassie? Do you think lack of you know, high performance game pathway mm-hmm. opportunities? Yeah, I think there's there's some states who are doing it a little bit better, um, but some of that is to do with facilities, or a lot of it is to do with facilities mm-hmm. um, and availability of facilities. Uh, but I. Yeah, I think it is definitely across the board in the pathway that we do need more games. I remember about five years ago working in the pathway myself, looking at male and female games, and there was, I think, a female player had played 15 games for the season and one of the boys had played 60. So there's just mm. a big difference in the availability of of competition for, for the girls. So... Whilst that's improved a lot over the last couple of years, there's still room for improvement. And Jude, just to bring the focus back to today, and then we'll let you get back to uh, your breakfast coffee routine, whatever it is you do to prepare for a day-night match. Uh, stretching, no doubt. Um, <laughs> what are what are the three keys for today's game? You obviously know the South Australian team well. You played them a couple of times a few weeks ago. Uh, the team beat them in the final here last year for uh, for their inaugural title, first title. Um, what are, what are the three keys to beating South Australia at Blunston today? Well, I think I'm going to be pretty cliche, and I think our discipline's Good. really important. Um, we we need to make sure we stay pretty disciplined to our plans, and and but my number one thing for the girls is always to to be brave and take the game on. That's the style of cricket that we always want to play um, mm-hmm. and always take the positive option where we can. And then my third one is to just enjoy it. You don't get to play many finals for WNCL and um, you're certainly going to remember them. So make sure you enjoy it when you're out there. Absolutely. And we hope you enjoy it as well because it's a tremendous effort to bring the team um, to today's final. So we wish you all the very best of luck. Um, We'll be tuning in and we can't wait to see if you can bring it home for a second year in a row. Good luck and thank you so much for joining us on the morning of. How exciting. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Jude. Thank you. Thank you for having me and hopefully see lots of people out there today. Absolutely. Very best of luck and what a day for it. Oh, it's going to be... How beautiful. It's going to be a cracker. I did see maybe, maybe some showers in the afternoon, so hopefully they, they can steer away <laughs> just sort of in and around just maybe to, the yeah. outer suburbs, make Bell, their way into Claremont, South Reef. Hobart. Yeah. Not over that side of the yeah, river. But uh, yeah, awesome awesome to chat with Jude. And I, I've, I've been intrigued by um, uh, the coaching merry-go-round of that team throughout the year. And you know, I think Jude summed it up well in that Elise Milani's role She's been the most consistent leader um, throughout the year. So her voice and no her relationship with the players all you know play a huge part in in this team's success. So um, you know Jude 
really hasn't had a, an opportunity to stamp her vision, you know, coming in so late. Mm. Um, so it's really quite exciting as to what happens next year. Uh, Elise Polani sticking yep. around, Jude able to you know, implement some of the things that, 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 that she's seen. Then they get real continuity. Mm. Um, so obviously a huge focus on today, but certainly the future of that team is, is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. She sounds awesome. Love her. Really, nice really good attitude. And I love at the end there where she said, and just enjoy it because you don't make a final all the time. Um, sometimes it doesn't come around at all. So I've got to be honest. Pretty cool. The, the coaches I played for never said enjoy it. No. <laughs> I was always must win. We must win. We've got to do. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm with you. That. How and, have you felt on mornings like today? Oh, pretty um, pretty cruisy, to be really? honest. Yeah. Like oh, I feel I, like I'm I'd be sure, packing it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like. I know, I know, and yeah, you know, I'm going to run run down the Jude path of using a cliche, but you know that that old that old school saying of it's just another game. It's it's a game of cricket, um, or, know, or, or it's, it's a game of so footy. Much more, you know, like... yeah, but I mean, you can control what you can control, and, yeah. and that's you know executing your skill, and and you know you've just got to hope that you know you can support your your teammates in you know keeping them composed. But um, at the end of the day. You know, everyone on that field is a professional athlete, and there's a reason why you're there. You yeah. know, you've been one of the two best teams of the year. Uh, yeah. You're in that team because you've executed well. You've just got to believe in yourself and uh, believe in your teammates and believe that you can win the game. Did you ever go to um, breakfast or like pump up somewhere? Oh, I've, never, like I've never eaten breakfast in my life. Coffee and orange juice <laughs> and a hash brown if I've had too many beers. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I'm, yeah, I always... Because you know str- how some, some athletes have, like, real... They oh, have yeah. to stick to, like, this really rigorous routine. Mm. And if it's, like, if it's messed with, it's, like, it throws them out. Yeah, certainly it's no... interesting. Certainly no OCD on my side. But uh, lots of sleep. Um, enjoyed just a... Uh, Maybe a walk, so you know, if we were in a, in another city, just go and take a wander. Yeah, there's always a, a river somewhere, or you know, a, a nice walking track and a coffee. Of Listen course. to some music, and you know, try and avoid my teammates because <laughs> well, it just is. I really liked my own space. You have your own space, yeah. Yeah. yeah so whatever I did, you I've know, got to be out there all day with you guys. I need some space for myself. Well, particularly for a day nighter, because <laughs> yeah. you know, you, you kind of don't get away from everyone until almost midnight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by the time you cool down, you debrief. You know, you might you know stick around, have something to eat, or a, or a drink um so if you if you eat breakfast with everyone and then eat lunch with everyone and then you're you're like you're just you're done with people so um yeah look i mean you are right everyone's got their own unique little uh, way of preparing day night games are are, are really different to uh to to day games some guys would would stay up until three in the morning yeah just play computer games or you know fluff around watch movies sleep through to midday you know rather than their usual routine of waking up 637 because as i said you know the game doesn't finish till half 10 yeah Uh, it's a really long day if you're up super early well, hopefully, a few of our listeners get down, watch the girls today, bring them home, and hopefully they, they bring home the finals. And such an amazing day for it. But we better go to a break now. We've got some news. And then we've got to talk about Gil's been in Tassie. Where's his team? We need Gilly. to find out what's happening. But we'll mm. be back after this.